you are a grown human being, but just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging. Boy, you guys sure do complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary, we're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I turned myself into a pickle, Swift. Boom, big reveal. I'm a pickle. What do you think about that, Stroke? I turned myself into a pickle. I'm Pickle Matt. Welcome, one more gamers, to One More Game Podcast, episode 32. Today is the 16th of November, 2022. I'm your host, The Stroke. I'm here with my good friends, Swift Mida. Swift, what's up? Hey, buddy. How's it going? Good, good. We're going to talk about video good. games. I'm and ready. Good, good. And I'm also here with I'm Pickle Matt. Tell us about yourself, mother. Uh, yeah, you're uh, you're completely muted. <laughs> Why does this happen every week? All right, so uh, while he fixes that, <laughs> nope, it's red. You're muted. All right, cool. Well, happy Warzone 2.0 day, boys. And uh, I'm Pickle Matt. Might have to rejoin us here, which is good because I forgot to start recording. But we'll make it work. We'll adapt. We'll overcome. We always do. All right. So let's talk about it. I see you're enjoying a nice, cool, tall Budweiser. Oh, it's like a nice uh, locale bev. Coors Loc- like, locale bev. Uh, how's, uh, how's Warzone treating you? Dude, I got to be honest. I've only played one game. Uh, I played the, what's it called? The DMZ when I first played. And I had really no idea what was happening. Yeah, and that's then, the uh, stra- uh, extraction thing they got going on, dude. I I don't know. I don't know the point of it. But the after that, Savage joined me, and we we got a game of duos in the standard BR, and it uh, didn't go good. Rip. Yeah, yeah, I got in there a couple matches today. I did a quads. Got like thirty fifth, call it. Then I did a yeah. solo. I got seventh, and then I okay. did a yeah. And then I did a duos. My partner immediately backed out, and I got fourth. But I was playing nice. real, real like move into a building, wait, kill a guy, <laughs> move into a building, wait, maybe kill a guy. Um, well, but yeah, you, remember, have you remember how we started when we oh, yeah. first started playing Warzone? We were hiding in the woods. Nomad strategies. Yeah. <laughs> God. Well, I'm excited to get back in there. And uh, Han Solo is our newest and latest of our ten, first yeah. 10 subscribers okay. to the channel. We got you loud and clear on Pickle Matt. How's it going? Dude, I'm just clapping some cheeks in a war zone. You know me. <laughs> uh, Pickle Matt played his very first war zone match today. How'd that go? Uh, First match did not go well. You died really fast in that game. Did you guys know that? 
Yeah, I'm familiar. Dude, and then I played a, a game of solos, and I clapped three cheeks before I got my cheeks clapped. A lot of, ch- a lot of cheek clapping going on. Well. Yeah. No, it's good, though. It's pretty fun. Graphics are a lot better than I remember from the old one when I played it when it first came out. Yeah. It Dude, looks it's, it's like good. really fun when you have a squad. Yeah. You know? Squad up. Let's I think it. that's just gaming in general nowadays. It's like... If that's you don't valid. have a bunch of friends, it's almost I gotta just play with God of War and that's it. Yeah. Or Elden Ring. Well, cool. If you're in the chat, thanks for joining us. As is tradition, every Wednesday night you can join us if you're listening not live, uh, at twitch.tv slash omg podcast. That's nine PM Central every Wednesday night. We'd love to have you in the chat. Talk about video games while we talk about video games. And if you're here, thanks for joining us. Let's jump right in, boys, to the news for the week. Well, I've got some news about my gaming life, as talked about previously on previous episodes, provided by Viral. I've got a new keyboard, which you may not be able to see on the stream because of the chroma key I've got set up. Matches my green screen almost perfectly. But if you would like to buy an invisible keyboard, uh, here you go. I, I just realized I can't really show it to you. But it's really yeah, cool. Funny. And you should go check that out at viraltech.com. Pickle Matt will post that in the chat. Use the code OMGPOD10 to get a discount and hook us up. All right. It's really cool, but it won't show up on here. So uh, I'll post pictures on the Instagram. You can check that out because it's... Uh, I'm very, very excited about it. I mean, we we talked about it when you did the stream from there, right? You said it's like 10, like it's pretty heavy. You can tell it's solid yeah. construction. It's so, not going anywhere. Like it's And it's customizable down to like the keycaps and the different pressure that you want on the keys. So I selected like a kind of hard pressing, almost has a detent that you can tell when you get to the bottom of it, but it do, it's not loud like the clicky key, keys that I have on this Razer. Yeah. Um, they're silent, so I'm pretty excited about it, and all the different accent keys are there. I also built one for my wife that has an Overwatch theme that I'll show you later on another day, but yeah, yeah. Nice. I think they're doing a big restock soon because it looks like they're sold out of a lot of their stuff. Yeah, they will have a uh, update to their website. They're definitely not sold out in store, but on the website, I think they're just getting ready to revamp that whole situation. For ch- so, check that out here in a couple weeks. All right, enough of that. Let's get into the first bit of news. Witcher Three, a game I know you all three of us know and love. Uh, it's next gen free update comes out on December fourteenth. So for the PS Five, Xbox Series X, and they're promising all kinds of cool stuff. One, ray tracing, faster load times, which I did hate the load times in that game. But this is cool, and I know Swift is going to be all about this, but they're adding some new content based on some stuff from the show. So that'll be really cool to check out uh, coming up here December 14th for free. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how they uh, work some of the show into it. Yeah. I also saw that... Henry Cavill's doing one more season and they're hiring some guy with the last name of Hemsworth that's not Thor. And I'm yeah, his, his brother. It. Yeah. Yeah, that does make me pretty oh, no, sad. Man. Yeah. 
you guys know how everybody knows where they were on 9-11? Yeah. I remember wh- where I locked myself in to play through <laughs> all of The Witcher 3 in one week, and it was um, at Holloman uh, when I was waiting for the B course, which would have been in, like, 2015. That's exactly but when I, I did it believe. and where I did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> in the, uh, in the uh, TLF. Yeah. yeah. I was single at the time. Well, not really. We were married on paper, but Jen lived in Alaska, so I myself, uh, and I just played The Witcher 3 on my couch all day long, every day. Yeah, dude, I was doing that, but I can't believe how it's been seven years and I'm still super excited for this uh, next-gen free update, which I was not expecting at all. I, I want to I get back into it, but God of War is calling my name still. Yeah, what do you th- what do you think, Swift? Are you gonna get bang through God of War and then at least try this out? I'm I think I might do it. I probably I will. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite games of all time up to this point. Dude, so the, the problem yeah. is I don't own the game on anything I own now. I had like an Xbox 360 or something or one, Xbox One back then. I That's actually own it on Steam. I have a Steam. When we Ooh. deployed, I was like, well, I could play other games and this is before we had you know the warzone squad so i rebought it on steam and uh, played through it again just because because why not yep why well cool not? if you're excited about that or you want to check it out on uh on your ps5 or series x number 14th get that bad boy all right moving on pickle matt are you officially pre-ordered on the psvr2 i won't tell your wife if you say yes yeah that's right no i officially am i i made the pre-order okay it's a thing so psvr2 game prices have been revealed as pre-orders go live as pickle mat is in there i wanted to pre-order but i didn't know how i registered late so i haven't received anything so i imagine i'll be hearing something back but nah dude they're all sold out Fresh out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to pre-register to pre-order, and then I got my pre-registration email that let me pre-order. It was good. Well, cool. So I'm screwed. But as they revealed kind of what's going on with their games prices, they basically range anywhere from $25 to $60, which is pretty much expected for uh, VR games. The big one, Horizon, Call of the Mountain, the VR game based in the Horizon Zero Dawn universe. Is uh, going to be fifty nine ninety nine at release, so that'll be the big one to check out on that bad boy. Um, the hard Isn't thing for one, me that is the can, one you ordered. Is that the one uh, you pre-ordered? Yeah, there, there's a uh, two options when you try to pre-order. It's either the standalone VR system, or you can get the uh, Horizon Call of the Wild bundle, which is what I got. And nice. I think you get ten dollars off called Call of the Wild when you bundle it. Call, call of the mountain sorry yeah cool i want to check that out um no man's sky will be on there Dude. swordsman vr all kinds of uh demio that be a good one to i check got super out. stoked when i saw they were making a a new uh firewall game did you guys or stroke did you ever play that was that the uh kind of like realistic shooter type game yeah tactical rainbow six style shooter i think i tried it um, but I, it didn't really stick. So that game, I bought the 
it, it was bundled with the aim for a long time and people said you need to play it with the aim which was just the little like weirdest looking space gun thing it just <laughs> it was basically a so you could be holding a rifle in your hands right so your your hands weren't to, disconnected and you were trying to pretend like you're holding a rifle yeah oh my gosh that was that was the vr experience that made me believe in vr for the rest of my life nice. i remember you would hold the rifle out and shoot around corners at people and do all sorts of crazy stuff. See, this is so fun. This, this is why I'm not in the the whole VR thing. Cause like, I, I like Call of Duty because it it sure it looks kind of real on the screen, but I don't have to like get inside of it. I like being in an F-16, dropping bombs from a long way away, not in the middle of it. Yeah, like you don't want to be down in on um, boots on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> not your uh, cup good, of tea. Good for those people, but nah, that's not for me. Yeah, well, you know, to each his own. There's a bunch of games coming out. And uh, another cool thing I saw with PS Plus is a lot of these games that are kind of available on other platforms, there's going to be a discount if you're a PS Plus member. So 20% off, 10% off for a lot of these other games. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, there you have it. Pricing model for PlayStation VR 2 games. One thing I am kind of sad about is I didn't hear any mention of an AstroBot VR 2 game. Makes me sad. Yeah, Dude, that would be I cool. Need to make that. <sighs> All right, moving on. More PlayStation news. Uh, I thought this was funny. You guys are gonna love this. I know Switch was or Swift was pissed off about this already in the news post in our Discord, but PlayStation might be exploring NFTs and blockchain chain technology. Okay, so imagine this, boys. NFT an NFT patent was filed to turn non-fungible digital assets into non-fungible token assets uh reminiscent to a pro athlete who decides to take LeBron James wins a game takes his jersey off throws into the crowd PlayStation wants to Sony would like to move into a direction where perhaps a player in a Call of Duty tournament who's big time can take the gun that he won the match with and nft it to a lucky gamer who can now be the happy recipient of a digital asset on the blockchain uh so while it sounds kind of cool what do you what what do you guys think it is i mean at the end of the day when they're trying to convince you of false scarcity of an a digital item that's not really real what are you where are you leaning also, to? <laughs> also like what are we talking about Who's going to pay for for that when, I mean, yeah, you're right. I know there will be, what do you be people that, that would do it. Yeah. But you're paying for, what, a Modern Warfare 2 gun that literally everybody else has? This one just won a tournament? Like, what? No, yeah. I, th I think it'll be more like it is the only copy of it, right. a digital copy of, of this one gun. That's what I think. Yeah, or I mean, I could imagine a world where they're like, here, this dude had a very specific skin that we let him design because it was the championship, right? And they won, and now we're giving away 10 copies of this to lucky people who want to pay money for them kind of thing. Yeah. L lucky people <laughs> who have money to blow on things like this, that. This is genius. Like, they're going to make a shit ton of money off this. They already make money off of skins from people, but, like... You yeah. throw in there that only 100 of these were minted and people will go wild as long as it's not an FTX token. 
<laughs> Which I don't even know what that means. Yeah, Honestly. it's weird. I, I, it, this may just be backlog of like how long the patent process takes because with cryptocurrency like literally in free fall right now, I don't know how smart it is to continue pursuing this, but uh, we'll see. It only seems in in some ways, like Square Enix and some of those other companies, they're still pursuing this NFT stuff, so we'll see where we go. I do this like the idea... Is the only one that makes sense to me. The, Which like, one? Nothing else makes sense to me. What's that now? This is the only NFT that makes sense to me. Yeah. Because you actually, like, it physically does something. So, like, when somebody mints a screenshot of Jack Dorsey's first tweet ever and sells it for $5 million, like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But if you... But there's, if there's only 10 of this helmet that you can get that it shows flames coming off of it, that makes sense to me because it's like a digital good that people will see. Yeah, but on the other side of that, like recreating that thing is very, very easy to anyone with That's any sort of computer. It's in the code of the game that in like modern yeah, warfare yeah, yeah. too. I'm just saying everybody like... everybody can have a flaming helmet. A digital artist created that thing, you know? Like it's not like... I don't know. It's it's strange. Yeah, no, I it, know you're. I know you're saying, but that's what I'm saying is it doesn't make sense when somebody makes a digital piece of art, and you can take a screenshot of that digital piece of art and make it your wallpaper. Right. It does make sense in a game where the game is locked down in code, where only I can have that helmet now because it's been minted to me. Yeah, yeah I mean, and you, and you pay a million dollars for it, and then the next no, Call of Duty comes out the it. next year, and you can't <laughs> use it anymore. So what? Well, yeah, until there's some sort of like Ready Player One universe where I can just bring in like my Master Chief skin into like a race car race, um, none of this is gonna work. But uh, yeah, we'll get there. Cool. I I do uh, not. I don't hate the idea of some of this stuff, but I know it's not gonna be used in that like pure way. It's gonna be used to take advantage of people's money. Anyways. If you're watching this in 2040, don't laugh at us too much, okay? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this didn't age well. We're going to end up on one of those uh, stupid yeah. top 10 yeah, things right. that didn't age well in 2020. All right. Moving on. Overwatch 2 mid-season patch has been delayed until uh, about two days from now, maybe tomorrow, late tomorrow. Um, so this was confusing me because I was playing the other day and I kept getting killed by Tracer which in Overwatch 1, I would just go, okay, I'm going to switch to May and then freezer and killer. Uh, well, I, Jen's like, switch to May, and so I would go into the place and hit H, and I'd be like, where's May? Did they make her a healer or a tank or something? But she wasn't in there. She had some kind of like balance issues or something, and so she's not a selectable character currently. So if you don't want to keep... OP? I don't know exactly. I'd have to look that up. But I don't remember her being OP. No, yeah, I when, felt when I kind of felt like she was. Made it so you couldn't freeze. It it made it made it so that she was useless way worse. To me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see uh, a couple know. days, and uh, I'm wondering when we're gonna see the new hero if that comes out during this patch or not. But uh, they did release a trailer for that robot-looking dude. But anyways, what do you think? Yeah, I need, I need to get back in there. I haven't played Overwatch in, in a little bit. I had a busy week, which will be alluded to when we get into games or games we played, because there aren't many. 
game we played. Yeah, right. Essentially. Well, cool beans. That'll about wrap it up for the news for the week, ladies and gents. Any news going on in your gamer lives, boys? Besides, uh, boy. Dude, the only thing I'll say is uh, I'm fully, this is has nothing to do with video games, but it does have to do with games in general. I am fully diving into the retiree lifestyle. I played pickleball for like five hours on Saturday and then golf. Oh no, we lost you. This is where, Dude, I, pickleball, this is where I am. Pickleball is huge, right? Isn't like LeBron James buying into pickleball now? Like I think he's buying teams. a team or something, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm. I heard pickleball is really. I am really good at pickleball. Actually, I've never lost. It's so fun. I'm pickle Matt should be really good at pickleball, but I've only played it like twice. (laughs) All right. Well, there you have it. Let's get into the game's radar for this week. This will be a little bit better than last week. So kind of exciting. I'm I'm on the fence about this one boys i'll ha- i'll see if swift is in on it i don't know pickle matt's uh affiliation with pokemon but pokemon scarlet and violet coming out on november 18th that's only for the switch obviously and that's your next standard installment of pokemon but now we're in a completely not only are we in an open world type situation but now we are also in a fully online cooperative up to four players can play with each other at all times always connected if you want to be kind of game uh november 18th swift which one are you getting violet or scarlet that's how i phrase the question i i think uh i don't know probably i'll probably go scarlet yeah i don't really know what those colors are but uh scarlet sounds cooler i think scarlet's like a red dark red violet's like purple okay yeah scarlet for sure yeah cool yeah, I I don't know. I like the idea of playing online, you know, right. battling Pokemon together. Um, it sounds like a cool concept, but again, I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be actually in there because I think I own pretty much every generation of Pokemon game that's ever been a game. And right. I don't think I beat the last one, so I probably just won't. Um, well, here's your here's your starter Pokemon. You got a little. Uh, there they are, fire, water, grass, as is tradition. A little fighter, fire alligator looking dude, a water duck, and a grass cat. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. What what were you guys when when red and blue was a, the back Charmander, the game, right? No question. Really? Oh yeah. I I was always a Squirtle. Squirtle guy all the way. Wasn't yellow one of them? Yellow was was, a little bit later. Yellow came out when you had to pick Pikachu. Then you had Pikachu, yeah. And he didn't go in his ball because he was a little shit. Because he was a brat. (laughs) Uh, He didn't want to succumb to slavery, I guess. But, um, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. November 28th, or November 18th, 2022. All right, the only problem with this game, Swift, is I'm I'm ter- I'm 35 years old, and there's a thousand Pokemon now. So, like, dude, I'm just going to look at him and be like, okay, he seems cool. Yeah. Yeah, we, we talked about this before, where it used to be 151, and I knew every single one of them. And yeah. now, no, I need, a, I need an actual Pokedex 
to keep yeah. track. <laughs> Did someone actually Did invent a Pokedex? Phones? I don't know. Yeah, I, right. Right. I think it's called a cell phone. Um, but Probably. Yeah. What do you not have a phone? <laughs> what do you not have Pokedexes? Pokedexi? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Next up. I know Pickle Matt will be excited about this one for the PC, even though you probably... I don't know if you played this or not on... This I haven't played it, no. It's, okay. No. The Miles Morales version or expansion? Is it a whole separate game? I don't know. Expansion? Add-on? DLC? Separate game, but slightly okay. smaller. Okay, gotcha. Uh, for PC, is being released on November 18th as well. So if you're done with Ragnarok, you got a whole bunch of games that you can play coming out on the 18th, and uh, that's one of them that I am excited to try out. But I might just play it on PS5, have, to be honest. Yeah, if you have PS Plus, like, I think the mid and high tier, then you have uh, you have Miles Morales available to you for free. Okay. Yep. But if you only have PC, I recommend that game for show because the just normal Spider-Man's dope as hell, too. The yeah, those games are really cool. Get a controller, though, if you're going to play it. I have to confirm my age to look at a Spider-Man ad. Hate the world. Dude, All right, it's gory. You know, <laughs> uh, isn't the whole point of Spider-Man like he doesn't like yeah. do anything except his fists? He but... just incapacitates people, and that's it. Oh, look how sleepy all these enemies are. They're so tired, all tuckered out over there for my fists. Sleepy. <laughs> Uh, J. Nick says, uh, Miles Morales was dope on PS5. Yeah, I'm going to check that out once I beat all these other games. Cool. Shit. Lastly, Evil West is coming out on all but the Switch on November 22nd. The summary is, Evil never sleeps, but it bleeds. A dark menace consumes the American frontier as one of the last agents of a top-secret vampire hunting institute you are, final, you are the final line between humanity and a deep-rooted terror that now emerges from the shadows. So this game looks really cool and has some really cool uh, theming. So think American Old West, but vampire hunting. Um, and it's co-op. I don't know. These pictures don't really do it tons of justice, but I think it looks really, really cool. Looks fun to me, but I think I'm going to wait for the reviews on that one. Yeah, might be a good idea. Um, yeah, so that comes out November 22nd on everything but the Switch. Evil West. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe that'd be a good one to get Swift crying out. I don't know if it's necessarily obscure, but... Evil West. I wonder if that's going to be on Game Pass. I wish they had that, like... They probably want people to pre-order. That's why they don't tell people what's on Game Pass coming up. Yeah. I mean, it looks really good. I, I will say sometimes yeah. everything kind of gets jumbled up in the art style, but uh, yeah. Uh, quick quick shout out to Crizzo. He just gifted five tier one subs. Oh my God, Crizzo. What are you yeah, doing? Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm a Thank subscriber you. now. Yay. You're a madman. Thank you, dude. That is awesome. Dude, thanks. He doesn't want this show to die. That's what it is. He loves this show. This show will never, never die. It's never gonna die. There it is. They're they're all they're all popping up. <laughs> uh we'll thank you talking, very much, man. We'll be talking That's about awesome. video games until we're experiencing uh the jackpot, like in for real. Yeah. Hey, no spoilers, dude. I'm only on episode three. 
You gotta, oh, you sure, gotta get yeah. with the times, dude. Come on. Catch up, buddy. Uh, is it good? I don't know. I kinda it's, uh, so, it's so good. Okay, I'll give it it's another. Good. I kinda got a little like uh a little too matrixy for me, but I don't know. And we need to grow. You're right, Crizzo. We need to grow. And now, if you're excited about a game coming out here in the near future, you can reach out to us at omg underscore podcast gg on Twitter or Instagram. Or email us at omgpodcastgg at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love some game recommendations, things we missed on the radar, or uh, you know, things you just want to talk about. Get an idea for a, a concept for a whole show? Send it our way, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, all right, we've got big news about the Discord that you all need to join. We've been calling ourselves Bonsai Gaming for a long time, and now with the death of Warzone 1.0 is the death of Bonsai Gaming, and we shall rise as not Bonsai 2.0, but one more game. That's it. Just one more game. The one more game Discord. You can join. Pickle Matt will drop it in the chat. And uh, we'd love to have you guys join. Uh, game with us. Play some Vigi games. We get it. There's always someone in there pretty much every night playing something you can find, whether that be Overwatch. Uh, yeah, just Overwatch. We only play Overwatch. Okay. So that's that's, it. that's the only know. game you get. Hey, we had a weekly <laughs> weekly events starting now. We do. We're going to be getting some Warzone after this, but we'd love to have you guys and uh, feel free to join us. All right, Pickle Matt. This is the part of the show where we talk about sweet, sweet pickles. Your sweet pickles. That's right. Uh, if you go into the Discord that we were just talking up a lot, there's a, there is a channel called Sweet Pickles where I'm going to post the best deals that I see about gaming and sometimes other things, technology, whatever I think the boys and girls might be interested in so here's a couple highlights for this week obviously we've got black friday coming up so um you know do your own soul searching to see what black friday deals you think are good but here's some ones that you might have missed as uh we roll into that um dell.com right now is selling the switch oled for the normal price but when you make that purchase you get a 75 dollars gift card to dell.com and if you don't know, Dell sells uh, has really bad customer service and sells PCs, but <laughs> they also sell like smart home devices, uh, <laughs> and they'll sell video games. So like you can buy Spider-Man Miles Morales on uh, PS5 from there. Um, they'll price match other things, but uh, don't expect to get any customer service after you purchase anything, and it usually takes a long time to ship. So you're really, but if you're in the market about... for the, yeah. <laughs> They're terrible. He doesn't want to advertise for Dell, but he does want to hook you up with a sweet pickle. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Dude, I've tried to order multiple things. So I ordered the Elgato Stream, De uh, stream Deck from there, and it, a week goes by, and then they just cancel my order. And then I call in. I'm like, hey, man, like, what's going on? I, I want my Stream Deck. They're like, oh, you made more than three purchases in three months, so we we can't sell you anything else. We thought it was fraudulent, and we just canceled your order. I was like, what the fuck? Do you not want my money? Oh, that's, that's frustrating. At least they have Elgato products, though. That's kind of cool. Oh, speaking of which, did you guys see the new Stream Deck Plus? I need this. Yeah. I need this thing. Uh, we can talk about it later, but... Cool. But anyway, the OLED Switch is dope. I don't know if you guys have played it yet, but that screen is so awesome. I love it. Yeah, that's um, what I have. Oh, you both have OLEDs? Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm living in the past. I'm still rocking the day one release Kunsan Airbase or Osan yeah. Airbase uh, special. 
the only reason I have an OLED is his birthday this year. Yeah, yeah. My, my old one. The yeah. only reason I have the OLED is because we lost mine on a plane. My original. Oh, one. some OLED. lucky. Right. We talked about one. that. Some lucky stewardess just rocking with your switch these days. I know. Nice. God, good for her. Uh, another sweet pickle we got for the week: Mario Kart Live Circuit goes on sale for sixty bucks at Best Buy next week. So, did you guys ever see this or play it? I was this no. close to buying it. I've I've been on the fence many times. When it first came out, I almost bought it. And then I was like, I think Liam's still too young for this to be cool or like usable. Is that the one where yeah. you race the cars around like your living room and it has real time like video and everything? On your Switch. Yeah. It's all augmented reality. And so you're racing on your Switch. There's a camera on the car and you set up a little track in your house and it like in the game it puts up like the question mark boxes and all the items and stuff. Yeah. But it's a really we need to do our Nintendo episode because Nintendo always does really cool things like this, but it's probably one of the coolest uses of augmented reality that I've seen in quite some time. Or uh, maybe even ever. So what is it normally that it's on sale for sixty? It's a uh, hundred bucks usually. And you wow. can buy either Luigi or Mario uh as the the actual physical cart. Oh, if you can't be Yoshi, uh, I'm out. Sorry. I'm out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, that's a DLC, probably. Um, <laughs> just, dude, that's cool. Nah, that's actually up. a pretty good deal. 40% yes. off. Yeah, 60 bucks. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, dude, I was in the same boat, though. Isaac's only three. Uh, he turns three next month, so I, I don't think I'm in the in the window yet. So I think I'll hold off and see if he's interested in a few years. But I don't know. Yeah. I would I'd... probably enjoy it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds awesome. I've seen videos of it and it looks really cool. Yeah. Um, nice. And then other things in the Sweet Pickles channel, we hooked up uh, Craig with a with laptop rep- recommendations because he needed some mobile gaming, uh, and so we found him a thousand dollar laptop at Best Buy. So if you have any questions on that, um, or if you need any advice on anything like that, we can find you a good deal on on Black Friday. We'll team up and help you. He was yeah. he was asking questions and he ended up ordering it, right? He did. Yeah, he ordered the one from Best Buy, so we're gonna have to get pictures of it. Yeah. And I think Strafen was getting PC build advice on there too. Yeah, we're gonna uh deep dive into Strafen's PC build here. Uh, I think tomorrow I'm gonna get into it, but All right. Just the last pitch, uh viraltech.com, V Y R A L uh T E Q dot com. OMG pod ten, you'll get ten percent off and they do custom built pcs and custom keyboards like you saw before invisible ones too or you didn't see (laughs) this is so crazy looking (laughs) all right yeah note to self don't (laughs) make a custom gaming peripheral if you're using a green screen that's the same exact color as your green screen (laughs) yeah all right lesson learned so good all right ladies and gents that is the sweet pickles for the week Go ahead and join our One More Game Discord, and uh, you'll get those sweet pickles delivered to you daily by PickleMat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to move into our major topic for the week. And we're talking games as a service. We've hit on these in the past in the pay model uh, episodes that we talked about, different ways that companies like to take your money. But today we're going to talk a little bit about games as a service and what that kind of means and what 
especially with the release of Warzone 2.0, as we say goodbye to Warzone 1.0. We're gonna get a little bit into that. So first of all, Swift, let's go back. Let's, I don't know, is it Sarah McLaughlin? I will remember you. I think so. <laughs> when you're wa when you're watching um, Sick dogs on TV. dogs without yeah. eyes <laughs> yeah. on TV. Yeah. Uh let's talk about Warzone, dude. Let's let's hit up some of the memories. So we we were in this thing. I th did it come out when we were deployed? I'm pretty sure it did, right? It did. Yeah. We were in there early on. Yeah, so it it immediately became our little squad's number one played game and uh you know, we started out yeah. in Ver Verdank. Yeah, it helps that we had nothing else to do other than fly Workout, eat, and in game. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was always ready to play. Yeah. Dude, deployments these days must be so much better than, like, the Korean War. Oh, God. Even oh, I have... Yeah. My, my de original deployments were back in 2008. And, like, the difference between those and now is insane. Like, we have full Wi-Fi internet everywhere now, wherever we are. I remember yeah, back then... Like, go like walk somewhere to get wi-fi to try to facetime every once in a while you they'd have skype stations and or you'd have skype, to you'd yeah. have to sign up and this is when skype was like first coming out and it was like barely just above 56k modems and you would wait in line for hours to get a computer and it was super shitty and you could barely see the person you were talking to and you're like oh so bad um and i remember there was one company i think on my second deployment to balad Iraq, there was a company that was charging, there was promising like personal Wi-Fi in your little hooch thing. And they were charging people like $500 a month to have oh my permanent Wi-Fi. Yeah, it was like straight up ripping us off. I'm like, why are you allowing this on the base? Uh, it was crazy. That's wild. S speaking Dude. of deployments, I told Easy earlier, but I may have uh, some news in the coming weeks depending on how things roll. Oh, oh no. How, how the dice roll. <laughs> no. All right. Go to Shaw. Come on. Please be to Shaw. Yeah. <sighs> Please be to Coonsong. I have in the chat. Got him. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll stand by for that. Uh, we'll keep our yeah. fingers See, crossed. Maybe you're, maybe you're just deploying to Verdansk or wherever. What, what's the place called in Warzone 2? I'll... Al Mazara or I can't something. Even yeah, I can't even remember. Dude, when we were in Korea, I every every time I would walk outside in the winter, I just kept thinking to myself, "Holy shit, there are people that fought a war here like, yeah. with no heat." <laughs> yeah. yeah, it gave me like, in all seriousness, it gave me a profound respect for everybody that was born, you know, before and served before, you know, like nineteen. And that was just dirty war too, like. Just, you're in the mud and grime. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, well, then, and then summer hits, and you're like, holy shit, somebody, like, people fought a war in this. <laughs> 50,000 like, mosquitoes. Oh. And the spiders. Those furry caterpillars, or those furry centipedes. You remember those things? Oh, yeah. Oh, those things yeah. gave me the creeps. We are so freaking lucky. Yeah. To when born and when we yeah. were. Thanks for all those uh, those old vets serving over uh, Vietnam, Korea, all those ugly places. Good job. Yeah, because yeah. uh, we got we got it man. easy. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, not cool, but 
All right, so Verdansk, and then uh, it changed up a little bit, right? Everyone was like, we need to change the, you got to update the map more often. Uh, so Black Ops came out, and they made it 1984 Verdansk. So we time-traveled or something. Van Vanguard. Oh, yeah, Vanguard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, was it Vanguard? I thought it was. I think so. No, no, no. Black Ops came out first. The really? Yeah. Man, pretty sure. Okay. And then Vanguard came out later. All right. Uh, so yeah, they kind of like retroized it, which changed it slightly. But then everyone's still like, new map, new map, new map. And then uh, I remember that. Uh, so Rebirth Island came out. Everyone thought that was gonna be the new map, but that was fun, but completely different game type, right? We got in there yeah, a little it, bit. Yeah, it was way different. So yeah. much more fast-paced, such, such a smaller area. Yeah. It was like a standard Call of Duty match meets Battle Royale. Like I felt like yeah. it, you were playing a Call of Duty map with like multiplayer standard. And then, uh, yeah. And then the th pretty much the thing that ended the game for me, I kind of stopped playing once this became the thing, but Caldera, everyone, careful what you wish for because uh, they changed the map and it was terrible. Hope you like yeah, a lot of people. Hope you like foliage. <laughs> yeah. And I know after we quit, they did some updates to decrease the foliage and yeah. I don't know. There were a few things that they added, like the apex balloons to make it easier to travel across the map. But at that point, I was just like, yeah, I'm done with this. Yeah, I've, had, I've had my fill. The foreseeable future. So, Pickle Matt, what was the. Uh, Why did you never get into this game? I was an Apexer back in the day, man. I loved Apex Legends. And then I hopped into Warzone, and the graphics looked... It, it reminded me of like a PlayStation 2 game. I don't know if I had, was doing something wrong on my PlayStation 4. but hmm. uh, And then combining Call of Duty with the permadeath is just not good enough for my blood pressure to make me want to keep doing that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll agree with you. Dude. We had there were many nights stressful, where we would, like, why are we, we doing this? Play, yeah, we would play for hours and not even come in the top 30th in quads, like 30th team. And all of us at the end are just like, like our blood pressure is boiling. We're just like, screw this game. I'm out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Until tomorrow. You have that moment, that moment of realization after you've lost like three times in a row. Like, what, what am, why am I here? This is not. I could fun. be having yeah. fun. Uh, yeah. yeah. Could be doing anything else. I also think they do a really terrible job as far as skill-based match, matchmaking. Uh, yeah. I think they've tried to like institute it in their own ways, but when you're playing when you have a squad of us four who are at work all day and then come home to like try to relax in quotation marks and play call of duty Warzone, relax. and you have you have streamers who have been on for eight Just hours sweating. who play all day every day and you die to them over and over and over it's just like what are we doing yeah it's a fine line to walk in those games because you got a hundred people you got to fill the lobbies constantly right people are not i mean fortnite Warzone. you don't wait longer than a few not even minutes for a match yeah. so if you start tweaking with all that stuff, Fortnite, dude. Right. <laughs> like, you start messing with that, people are gonna start falling off because they don't want to wait for the cues. So I don't know. It's it's a hard question to answer. Um, yep. 
I was I was two point in a little bit ago, and I, it took me forever to get a game. The first one, it was ridiculous. I was in a lobby shooting other people for five minutes. Was, or I don't know. If, I don't know if that's only my experience or. They were trying to match someone with uh, such a low K KD as you. Yeah, just put me with bots, man. I'll kill some bots or get killed by them. I don't care. It <laughs> it also doesn't help that it's launch day. You know, there's yeah. always going to yeah. be kinks. Yeah, did anybody DDoS it? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think so. Everyone loves that game. You're listening to the One More Game Podcast. They keep nagging, we keep playing. Now, back to your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I'm Pickle Man! But yeah, man, we built some good memories. We built a pretty strong gaming crew since then you know with the craigs and the joes and all that um that's kind of spanned over a few games so we've had we had some good memories in there which is why i think you and i are both a little bit excited to get back in there and we'll get pickle mad in there as well um i don't know you got any other really good memories in there i loved i loved how we just originally always went to the the prison prison drop just to the towers every time yeah and then (laughs) Well, it depends. Yeah, it kind of depended on the flavor of the month, right? It was prison initially, and then we dropped it at the airport. Airport every time for so like much three airport. Months. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and yeah, it just kind of depended because I remember when Superstore was the hotness, and we would try to get in there, you know, amongst the sweaties. And sometimes we did okay. Most of the time, we came out in the gulag. Yeah. Um, so. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I. Like you said, it was kind of a found, I would say one of the founding games of our like crew as a whole, like you yeah. said, as far as uh, getting everybody together and branching out into different things, which which is cool. I'll buy that. Jay Nick in the chat says, only one match played and Swift died to a tandem on an ATV 10 minutes before the stream. <laughs> yeah, sure we talked about did. that. He, he, he didn't lie. And Beetleborg says, fond of the memories were the prison drop on the turrets that most often wiped us in the first two minutes. Hey, (laughs) you're going to get in there. You're going to get hot and heavy. If you die, the good news is you just queue right back up. You might as well not wait, you know? Yeah. The the only other thing I'll say, because I don't know um, what what game modes you guys were playing, but when J-Nick and I were in the duos game, we both died. Like on the initial drop, we we both had pistols. Somebody picked up like an RPD or something and murdered both of us. And I was like, "All right, cool. First experience in the Gulag. Let's overlook the map from the top. Let's see what our areas of attack are." And then we spawned in the Gulag, and turned out it was both of us. Yeah, in it's two v two. Two v two. Yeah, I was so confused. The weirdest part uh, is if you're playing by yourself, you get matched with another person. And it's 2v2 still. Just a random? Yeah. Like a rando. Yeah. You and some homie are trying uh, to make it out together. Yeah. I couldn't. I, when we were, I was like, all right, Jimmy, overlook me. Because my screen was loading. <laughs> and then I turned to my right and he's in there with me. I was like, well. You had one okay. job, Jimmy. You had Here one job. <laughs> yeah. That'd be interesting. I'm excited to check that out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, th- I will say I've played a few games today. Uh. The one thing I'm not excited about is that there's a lot of names that are hard to pronounce on the map, which is not good, I don't think, is a good design choice. Uh, <laughs> but whatever. 
That's right. J Nick says we did win that gulag. We are officially one and one and zero oh in the gulag. Yep. We'll go out on top. Retire. Go play. Uh, play a different game from now on. All right. Well, you know that kind of brings up the point, though. The game has changed a lot, or it did change a lot over the time that we played it. Some for the good, some for the bad, and that kind of got got us thinking about games as a service. If you're wondering what a games game as a service is, it's basically any type of game where a developer monetizes a game after release over long periods of time. Think subscription-based or um, free-to-play with skin purchases, all that kind of stuff, where they continue to update and develop the game over a long period of time, and you slowly trickle your money in there in whatever form that they decide to choose. Um, and the game is more of a service rather than a one-and-done, buy-it-beat-it kind of thing. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, what is the first game as a service you ever remember participating in? Mine is World of Warcraft. Ooh, minus that one. I don't know. I would that, say that is clearly my earliest one. Yeah, I would say Apex or Fortnite, honestly. But there's got to be something earlier, maybe. I don't know. So you could argue. That Halo 2 was a little bit of a game as a service because they released new maps a little bit, or they had a DLC that released a bunch of new maps, right? Uh, and they kind of updated the game, but not nowhere near on the uh, level no, that I we're talking about with these. No. But no, that's just DLC. Uh, cool. So yeah, World of Warcraft for me. Uh, cool. Let's talk about some of the pros of these things. Uh, number one, developers can, they have to care about what their players think about the game, right? So they have to somehow get their feedback, aggregate it, get all the data, and then, uh, kind of hopefully listen to some of those opinions or for good or for bad. You could argue either way, right? That gamers think they know what they need in gaming, but they don't. But, uh, well, even when, you know, we're talking about Warzone. Even when Caldera came out, half the pros, streamers, you know, you would see on Twitter were saying, this is a horrible change to the game. And the other half were like, this is amazing. It's so such a nice change of pace, all that stuff. So I don't know. You're never going to appease everybody. But I guess to your point, it is kind of your job at that point to appease the masses to a certain extent. Right. I agree with you there. I don't know, Pickle Matt, what do you think? Do you think gamers need to shut up in color? Or do you think uh, some of their opinions should matter in a game like games like these, or what? No, I think they should matter. I, I do. One thing I don't like about games as a service is I do feel like the devs do feel pressure to add more content. And as you add more content, especially to, I don't know, games like a MOBA, you can quickly unbalance or unfunify the game that's not a word but it, it becomes very much less fun so like broken this is the thing that broke the game you know what i mean like all the right. youtube videos like these combos break the game um and then you constantly have balance patches so and like when i got back into overwatch i was i was not happy about the overwatch changes that had happened all the heroes were completely different 
Um, there's not as many shields. May can't freeze people. Stuff like that. And it just made me kind of want to drop the game uh, right away. So I think when games evolve too much over time, I think you can lose a sec- section of the audience that probably would have come back to the game, but probably doesn't want to relearn all the mechanics of it or pay a bunch of money to unlock all the new characters. Yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. If you're curious what what these cycles these games kind of go through, this is just a snapshot of some of these games from January of 18 to 20, June of 2020. Uh, and we're Sims talking, four. dude, like a patch every two weeks, every two weeks, every week for Fortnite during that period of time. So like the game that you started playing in 2018, by the time it goes through all these changes, the game that you liked probably doesn't exist in the form that you liked it in uh, pretty quickly. Um, so that's one kind of to go with that sort of developers caring about keeping players' opinions in mind. On the con side of that, there's a whole slew of things that happen when you change something that people like or don't like uh, one way or the other that often. Um, to touch on your point, Pickle Matt, when Heroes of the Storm was in its prime, there was a thing that everyone was worried about called mobility creep, where every hero that they seemed to release was a little bit more mobile than like the previous original set of heroes. Like, Look at Raynor compared to... I don't know, Kahira or uh, Tracer or some of those, or Hogger, a perfect example. Like, yeah. you had people who were like literally walk and shoot dudes who couldn't move fast or do it. And then all of a sudden you got Genjis and Li Mings or teleporting all over the place. And it seemed like every new hero that re- was released had to have some form of like better mobility. Uh, and so it, everyone was kind of getting worried about that. And it may have been, you know, a contributing factor into why the pro scene kind of died out too. I also think that, you know, we, you brought up the graph or whatever it had Fortnite and the Sims four or whatever, but even Warzone, they didn't change all that much, all that fast. But I feel like when you're doing all those changes, cool. You're looking for the new next thing and you kind of forget about the small things. Like I remember when, uh, Caldera came out. There was that jungle dude, that skin that was the level hundred battle pass skin. Disappearing guy. That was yeah. literally you. He was invisible unless he was in within twenty five yards, right? So it's like little things like that that just kind of get dropped by the wayside. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, it's just you can't catch it all though, right? And of course you're going to get yeah. people whining and complaining about it. The big part is that when they spend all this time like developing new skins and stuff, like constantly releasing a new skin to make money, and yet there's still people hacking and cheating. It's like, yeah, let's focus. Right. Let's focus on the uh, important stuff here. But yeah, cool. Well, another pro is you get continuous support, right? So this allows releases to happen earlier, which there's cons to this as well. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, but. Uh, of games getting released kind of half-baked and then being fixed over time. But it does allow developers to kind of make that work and save games and improve them as they go. So perfect example, Cyberpunk. Destiny 2 was a shit game when it first came out. Uh, no Man's Sky, Halo, Final Fantasy XIV, The Master Chief Collection, GTA 5, 
Diablo 3, a bunch of them. Um, and so this does allow developers to kind of save it uh, over time if what was released wasn't the thing. Um, I don't know. What do you, what are you guys' thoughts on that? I mean, I don't know. I think, yeah, continuous support is good. I don't, I don't know. There, there's a lot of. Well, we lost him. Pickle Matt. You guys can't hear me? Oh, you're back. Not, you just froze oh, a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, I was just saying the. Like even even when we talk about Hots, who's a dead game, it's I think it still gets continuous support, right? You can still spend money despite it not really being having any new updates. Um, I don't like. I mean, we've talked about Cyberpunk numerous times. Like, dude, give me a break. Just release a full game. We've talked about that multiple times. It's it's frustrating when you not only do you buy a game but you pre-order it right we talked about that like last week or two weeks ago and then it comes out and it's unplayable it's like what what what'd you do with my money yeah <laughs> where did that money go yeah well and and then i wonder sometimes like epic games is milking the cash cow that is Fortnite, and a lot of the games as a service they're they're just milking that with skins like you talked about or they need to keep Warzone relevant, so they're going to keep putting a large team on that to like make it better and add content. And I wonder, like, how much good talent in the video game industry could be spent making a different game? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Like, you've got these developers who spend, I mean, I'm sure their sole job is to make cool skins, right? And do all the cool texturing and materials and all that stuff. All those countless numbers of teams who spend their time making things just to make money, what kind of games are we missing out on if those people are working on new titles and that kind of stuff? Han Solo in the chat said, you see the controversy about the Modern Warfare 2 skin you can get from buying Jack Link's beef jerky at Walmart. Nice. <laughs> That's where we're going. This is where That's we're going, folks. Hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. I, I mean, we talked about the double XP you could get from Mountain Dew cans on Call of Duty in the previous uh, previous episodes, but that shit is funny. I hope that you look like a beef jerky stick, because that would be hilarious. Well, that'd be a Fortnite <laughs> skin. They don't shy away from characters yeah. made out of food, but... Yeah, all right. Fall Guys, man. <laughs> uh, all right, so here's a big con. While it may be cheaper initially to play these games... Let's say World of Warcraft, perhaps, right? If you want to play, you just pay your sub $12 a month or whatever. Yeah, that's not the the, the true story of it all. Swift, how many years have we been playing WoW? Or Too many years. Yeah, 2007 or 8 is when I started. And uh, yeah, I started in 2006. <laughs> we're talking like Jeez. at least four, 14 years-ish off and on. And we're talking $12 a month during that time frame. So, yeah, we spent a lot more on this game as a service than we would have on a one-and-done type of deal. That's a pretty unique example, though, because there's not a whole lot of other games where you pay monthly to access just the game. No, there's not. But on that on those same lines, 
things like Fortnite or, you know, Call of Duty, they do have a way of like getting a little bit of money from you here and there, right? And that's just going to add up over time, uh, probably more than you would have spent if you just bought a game. Yeah, in proper pro culture in the chat, I give you shit all the time for continuously buying the Battle Pass on Fortnite. Bro, it's just skins, man. Oh, I love the Battle Pass on Fortnite. I, I think too. it's great. Did you get Gwen? Did you? No. Gwen? You're not going to get Gwen. Yeah, I do. I, I honestly like... Yeah, I mean, it sucks to spend four ninety nine or whatever it is a month or a season on the Battle Pass. But I honestly like that business model because it gives me, as the consumer, a reason and drive to play. Right. right. It's intrins I, intrinsically built in. Then I want to get to level 100 and unlock all that stuff. So yeah. I've always been I, a, I a Battle Pass guy. It is frustrating to me when you have to um, play a, sh a ton uh, or spend money to get uh, new heroes. So Apex was one of those where yeah. you either played a lot to get the free coins or you'd spend money to get the new heroes. And I, if I got back into Apex now, I would have to buy a bunch of people to play. And I wouldn't want to do that, right? Because I want to have fun by trying those new heroes, but I don't want to spend a lot of money out of my pocket. Yeah, that game frustrated me because it was so fun to play, but I didn't get to try any of the heroes because I didn't want to spend. I it didn't seem like they were cheap to buy the heroes, and two, I don't want to no, have to feel like I'm being swindled by buying some fake currency with my real currency. Just not really understand how many dollars I'm spending Dude, to buy a single fucking the, hero. And yeah. then they you they only sell the increments and in packs of like. Yeah. Oh, you don't have enough. You need to buy above the twelve hundred. Yeah. So, yeah, I think a hero was like, like whatever it was. It was like five hundred, but you could only buy packs of like eight hundred. So then you couldn't <sighs> even get two heroes. You have to buy another pack. And then if you don't buy another pack after that, you're wasting a hundred gold. So you might as well buy another pack. League of Legends is terrible about that. Oh, I hate that. Such a, oh, such bullshit. Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah, be careful with your money because these games, uh, they're designed very specifically to draw money out slowly like a leech. Uh, yeah, but we talked about this, dude. Um, another con of these games as a service is that games are not constant. Modes change, balance changes, weapons change all the time. They come and go. Some things don't exist in the initial state. Did you know that you can't play Destiny 2's original campaign? At all. Really? I had no idea. Yeah. If you're a brand new player and you buy the game right now, you do not get to play the original like quest line that was in there. It's just not a thing. Weird. That's it just crazy. doesn't exist. Like all that development just disappeared and replaced by, you know, whatever they think is going to be better for the new player experience. Like by, by candies. Yeah, with those candies. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, Verdanks, it doesn't exist, right? Like there's certain things about developing a game over time as a game as a service where there's no guarantee the game you love or something that you love about a game is going to exist. There's maps that uh, used to be in Heroes of the Storm that I thought were cool. One was called um, called Mines, Haunted Mines. And you would play on the top like overworld map and then there were little 
mine entrances that you could click on and it would take you underneath into another map that was completely separate where you had to collect these skulls and then kill a boss that dropped a bunch of the skulls and the first team to get however many skulls got like a boss to march down the lane uh and that map doesn't exist anymore it's just gone <laughs> so it can well, it's not only that it's not only that though it's like you get you get back into Warzone after you haven't been playing in a while and you're playing the sweaties that it haven't stopped playing it for the last four years. You right. Know? Like <laughs> dude. Yeah, riding around fun. on ATVs trying to run you over. <laughs> yeah, that's a point a whole point in itself, right? Like if you take time off of a game that's a game as a service that's been out for a long time, Overwatch suffers from the same thing. If you're trying to hop back in there, it seems like everyone's a pro. Like there's so many pro well, Widowmakers out there, dude. Destiny too, man. I don't want to go do my homework. I can't get into it. Can't do it. All right. Well, you don't have to. No one's forcing you. That's right. I know. All right. Well, and my lastly thing that I, I, I think is cool about, or pros about uh, games as a service is it builds communities a lot better. Like never before did we see these huge communities like. Warzone has Fortnite, Warzone, Overwatch. They have gaming communities that are like political factions at this point. It's kind of crazy. I mean, Fortnite is a part of our political, or I mean, our uh, pop culture now in a way that no video game has ever done. Yeah. You see little kids dancing on the playgrounds to all the Fortnite dances. (laughs) Yeah. You know, when you're hanging out by the playgrounds. Yeah, right, guys. Right. <laughs> I have a kid. I have an excuse. But it's not allowed within ten miles of a school. So no, no, no. <laughs> All right. Last thing I hate I hate about games of service. Hate, hate, hate. Especially Warzone, is the constant updates and data storage problems. In its heyday, in its prime, Warzone with its what was it? Modern Warfare was it what it was originally released with was 200 gigabytes yeah like, yeah what the f- it if was you, massive if you had a 250 gigabyte like solid state drive that's you what you have on there could, windows and play call of duty <laughs> yeah do like, they not even try to compress anything or like they're just like we can't touch it it's it, it, if we touch any file on here it'll break the game it'll break the game was already super thing. buggy I was yeah. I was wondering about that because when I downloaded Warzone 2.0, it was only like 24 gigs, and I was like, "Is Warzone One still a thing, or did they just compress a bunch of files, or how how did they make that happen?" And if it, they're trying to release a full game, I think Warzone's gone. Red Caldera, they're gone. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. So how did we get from 230 gigs to 24? Magic. With the same, essentially the same I think product. They, I think they tried this time to ah. actually compress it, dude. So not only the constant updates, and I know I'm Pickle Matt went through this as well, but I turned my computer on this afternoon, get home from work. Yeah. Shannon and I go on a little quick happy hour date. We come back. Warzone Two is updating. And I log in, I accept all their user agreements, I set up my graphics, yep. 
all the things. Did you and swear then, to and treat people with respect? And I, sw- uh, I swore. <laughs> yep, I swore Scouts to treat people with respect. That's right. Um, and I'm finally in it. I watched this long video, this long intro video that really had no content whatsoever. Nope. It didn't even show a person at the end. It just showed a <laughs> helmet at the end. I was like, what? A, why am I wasting my time with this? And then I'm clicking. I'm like, all right, here we go. First time into Warzone 2.0. And then it pops up. Update requires restart. Oh, blows my mind. Every damn time. Every time. time. It's yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> Dude, you know, I, uh, I played a few games and I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to get the battle pass because I think it will, I'll be playing this enough to make it worth it. I bought the battle pass. Nothing has changed on my computer, right? Like the stuff was on there, I'm sure already downloaded. But it, as soon as I bought the battle Files pass, it, in the computer. it goes <laughs> requires restart. I was like, <laughs> I gave you money imagine, and you're doing this to me. Yeah. Imagine forcing somebody to restart. Uh, it's just a punishment for buying their shit. I don't get it, dude. It's crazy. Uh, I'm not a computer scientist, obviously, but oh my god, it's got to be a better way. It'd be like being at work, and every time you start up jumps to mission plan, it's like update requires restart. It's like no, 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 it shouldn't. You're banking on the fact that I built a nice PC that can restart things in a few seconds. Okay, fine, that's a thing. But over time, you make me do this fifty thousand times, and that's a significant portion of my game time. So annoying. (sighs) <sighs> well warzone 2 is here folks and uh we could talk a little bit about how warzone kind of did their games as a service and how it affected the market so this one was a little bit weird because you originally bought i don't it wasn't required i don't think but we had modern warfare so you bought the game for 60 bucks or whatever and then you get into warzone you're like, well, I'm going to play this because it's Battle Royale. I'm probably going to get the Battle Pass. So you now you're double dipping. I'm paying Activision and Infinity Ward and all whoever's making the damn game, Ravensoft, twice Treyarch, to play this whatever. game. Uh, so, and then we did it again with Black Ops. And then I didn't do it for Vanguard because I was not excited about Vanguard. But... It just seems like every year you're buying another Call of Duty, but you're also putting some money into Warzone, most likely. And the games are kind of closely tied, right? Yeah, the only thing I'll say about that is that I think they do it in a appropriate as as appropriate as they can, because, for instance, Modern Warfare Two, right, the one that came out a few weeks ago, you buy that game, cool. Warzone 2 is free, but all of the... I guess I shouldn't talk about that because I i haven't played Modern Warfare 2, but originally, Modern Warfare, right, when it first came out, I bought the game, we played Warzone. But then when I wanted to level a gun, I could hop into Modern Warfare when people weren't on and just play multiplayer and level guns and the battle pass, right? So it's two separate things, but at least the battle pass is kind of... Connected to both. Like the same thing. Right? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'll buy that. I mean, on one hand, at least it felt like in Modern Warfare, if you weren't playing Modern Warfare, 
you were never going to rank up your battle pass fast enough just by playing Warzone to get the stuff that you needed or wanted. Yeah, unless you're like winning games all the yeah. time. Which I only do, uh, but yeah. Dude, you know an easy way to solve this problem is don't buy the fucking battle pass. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, I, I disagree with that. Uh, <laughs> I have no I problem supporting the game companies that I enjoy playing their games. Um, but when I feel like I'm getting swindled, I don't know, I'd much rather buy a battle pass and get some cool, like, skins for guns here and there than, like, buy individual skins and guns, you know? I'd yeah. rather buy beef jerky and get skins. <laughs> At least I get some nutrients out of it. Well, yeah, I didn't know what Hansel was talking about, but apparently they put the sticker on the outside of the beef jerky stick, and people were just taking the sticker and not buying the beef jerky. Smart. And... Yeah, who could have who could have seen that coming? Right. Not that I would not that I would condone any such. I don't know. Is that even theft? Can you steal a an, a digital asset? Only if it's an NFT. <laughs> yeah, if it's FTX, apparently. Cool. Uh, let's see what else they always introduced, or they tried to introduce new game modes and variations and events based on. Uh, you know, resurgence and Halloween events and that kind of stuff, which is cool to see. And uh, some of those stuck around, right? Like Rebirth Island, it, it was a thing up until recently. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, it's, the... it's been essentially a thing the whole time once it, once it launched. And then I think they came out with another Rebirth map uh, that was similar in size, just different. I I never played it. Because it was after um, my time. Ing something. Yeah. I like the holiday events. Holiday events are always kind of cool to me. Agreed. Yeah, I had a great time in the zombie mode in the war zone. Yeah. Except when they had those pop out and scare the shit out of you uh, loop. Oh, loop when you chests. open the loot box. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That's just <laughs> not cool. Uh, yeah. I remember watching people play it and it happened and I was like, oh, come on, you can't be like, really? You're scared of that? And then we would be in the game in the thick of it and you'd, pop, you'd open one of those and, and I would like lose my mind. Well, because you're like listening, right? Your your senses are high because you're yeah. listening for other players around you and you don't, you don't want to get sniped and you're looking for loot and you're in it. You're emotionally invested. And then all of a sudden, ah! Yeah. <laughs> Not only was it like the flash of light, but it was also so loud. Right. Surprised <laughs> he didn't get sued over that, to be honest. But anyways. Yeah. All right, gents. Well, this kind of leads us to the end of this discussion. But overall, what are your thoughts about paying for video games over a longer period of time? How do you feel about how it's been implemented so far? What are your thoughts? Like, do, would you rather just buy a game and be done with it? Or what's up? In I think opinion. I feel more satisfied. When, oh, sorry. Go I think ahead. I feel more satisfied when I just buy a game for seventy bucks. Like just buying God of War made me feel like I'm getting a quality product. Yeah. As opposed to just downloading Modern War or Warzone Two, and I'm just like, I don't know, this shovelware is probably not that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, in my mind, it it goes both ways. I love God of War Ragnarok. I'm happy that it's a 
you know, it's a linear story. There's there's no real add-ons to it, right? It's not a multiplayer game. You're not you're not buying skins. It's just Kratos doing his thing. Uh, so I think it goes both ways <laughs> because, on the other hand, um, I have paid for WoW for so long, right? But I I've always enjoyed WoW, you know. So like, as long as I'm enjoying what I'm buying. I have no issue paying long-term. And you brought up Warzone 2. Like, Warzone 2 is free. Warzone was free. You don't have to buy the Battle Pass. You don't have to buy skins. That is a free game. That's what I'm saying, man. It just it makes me makes it feel cheap. I feel, I feel like a cheap hooker. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to be an expensive Whereas, hooker, right? <laughs> yeah. Ragnarok, I feel... Qu- like, dude, with The Witcher 3 remastered for... Like... I will buy. I'll probably buy that game again just because that game is so That's freaking good. But, you don't want to buy a battle pass, but you'll pay for a game you already own again. Yeah, I'm not gonna pay for a battle pass for oh freaking skins. I'm not an idiot. I'm not, not an, an idiot. idiot. All right, we find where we we found the line where we differ as gamers on one more game yeah, podcast. I, Finally, 32 wait, episodes in. What? I feel like I'm pickled Matt's. All me. of his arguments are invalid. Yeah. You point. think you're going to tell me that if you don't have a copy of Witcher 3 and they're going to remaster it and release new content, it's not a good investment to buy it again? Not if I've already played it. Like, I've already I've bought it, it twice. Since 2015. Dude, that I mean, be to be honest, I've bought Majora's Mask like seven times. <laughs> Originally, yeah. and then I bought it when it was, I bought it again, like as a throwback when i was older on n64 then i bought it on 3ds then i bought it on uh subscribing to switch online like whatever how many times have you bought skyrim hand solo says i have skyrim on my uh uh on my refrigerator <laughs> you know you can play skyrim on alexa totally uh narrated based <laughs> i swear to god oh my you can, gosh you can play skyrim on a on a pit boy uh on fallout yeah, on the game, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can legitimately talk to Alexa through Skyrim. It's awesome. Oh my god, that's so cool. Well, cool. Yeah, I think I'm I live in I don't know, to your point about like feels good to spend 70 bucks and get a quality game. It also feels really really bad when you spend 60 bucks on a AAA release and it's shitty, right? Like Oh yeah, and it's not going to get any sort of games as game as a service updates. Um, so there's also that side of the coin. At least when you're playing a game that you're not fully spending a bunch of money into, you can just quit if it sucks and you didn't spend a whole bunch of money on it. But I don't know. Yeah, that's valid. I do. I, uh, there is a part of me that misses the days where you just bought a game, you beat it. And it was done. And you didn't have to worry about it anymore. I didn't have to play the same game for four years. I just moved on to a new game. <laughs> um, but that's not where we live anymore. I mean, the the releases these days, or this year, has been pretty uh, pretty slow. So, yeah, Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok. Game of the years. That's it. Oh, I'm on the... F- I guess we can talk... We're going to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll do an end of the year episode. All right. 
Well, there it is, our discussion on games as a service. If you got an opinion about that, reach out to us at omg underscore podcast gg on Twitter or Instagram, uh, and we'd love to hear from you. How do you like to spend your dollar bills? Do you like to get a battle pass and kind of trickle your money in slowly or buy it all outright? Or are you just kind of... Here's uh, a qu- oh, go ahead. Here's a question. Does anybody ever feel like... <laughs> Do you ever justify a battle pass purchase or like a, a games as a service purchase by like, oh man, I've been playing this cool game for free and I've been enjoying it for so long. I should support the devs. Do you ever do you ever feel that? I felt that way with Heroes of the Storm, which is ridiculous because <laughs> yeah. I'm not supporting the devs. I'm supporting an evil corporation. But <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, I, I don't. I've I totally can't say I... buying a battle pass like that. I can't say I've ever bought a battle pass because of that thought going through my mind. Oh no, no, it was just it's just an excuse to buy the battle pass to make yourself feel better about it buying it. No. The battle passes that I've bought in my life are Call of Duty because I really don't know why. It just seems right. I'm gonna spend the time playing the game, so I might as well get the shit. <laughs> uh and Fortnite. And I think that's it. I think that's it too. I think those might be the only two games that I've ever played that had a battle pass. I guess Overwatch. I I when I bought the game, uh, prior to realizing it was free to play, I uh, bought the battle pass on accident. So I do have the battle pass on Overwatch. Oh, too. I forgot about that because you forgot that, that, that it was not free. On purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Improper Pro Culture says once you buy the Fortnite battle pass, you can just use the V bucks on that. Yeah. If you don't spend your V bucks, you can just keep buying battle passes. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, we talked about it, and we're gonna move on to what we played this week. All right, <laughs> I have a feeling most of our talks are gonna be uh, uh, relatively the same. So let's see. Usually, I'll let Swift go first. What'd you get into, man? Yeah, that's good because I didn't do too much. Uh, we already talked about my IRL games. Um, other than that, I played God of War Ragnarok. I'm still not very far. I think I played like, I don't know, I played like four or five hours the first day it came out and then maybe one or two more hours since then. I haven't haven't played a ton of it because I've been pretty busy. Uh, still enjoying it, obviously, based on all of our conversation last week. Um. And then I played WoW. All right. That was it. We need to talk about WoW because I don't know if you're still in the habit that I was when I was in my WoW heydays where you log in and then you just leave it on sometimes because there have been times where it says you're playing World of Warcraft Classic and I'm messaging you like, come play Overwatch (laughs) or come respond. Are you still alive? (laughs) And no no response. And There have been a few... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there have been a few times where I'll like come back and check my tab of like messages either from Guild or Whispers or anything and have some missed ones and be like, yeah, I was downstairs like eating lunch or something. Yeah. Um, but I did, I will be honest, I played probably for, I was off work yesterday. Just ignoring I, your friends. <laughs> I probably played for nine, 10 hours. Oh my God. What are you I doing finally, in there? You can talk about it. Well, I I'm finally, <laughs> when I 
when I logged in yesterday, I was level 74. And I got to level 77. Oh, you're almost there. Yesterday. Because I just wanted to grind. I had so much rested XP that I was like, I'm just going to do dungeons and quests as long as I can. And so I wanted to get to 77, which I got to last night at like 1.30 a.m. And I had to sit top three at like 9 today. Um, but it was only because I wanted cold weather flying. And you can't get uh... it in classic until you're level 77. I have the gold. And I just wanted to be able to fly around Northrend. Nice, nice. I'm trying to think so, of yeah, where, that was, where, that was where you would even yesterday. be questing at 77. I guess you're probably in uh, Storm Peaks or Ice Crown. I'm not yet. Not so quite yesterday Ice it Crown? was a lot of Skalazar Basin. Oh, and I Gun, forgot about that. Uh, Zuldrak. Cholazar Basin. Oh, I hate that place. Hunting the beasts. Oh. Yep. You got to do the Hemet Nessingwary quests. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, so, dude. Yeah, that was my week. That's a hunter's paradise, though. Are you playing a hunter? You didn't tell I'm me. A mage. When you're a mage. Okay. So many pets to tame in Cholazar uh, if you're a hunter. True. And uh, I'm Pickle Matt, and the chat says, uh, "Wow, sucks." Uh, and yep. Coincidentally, I'm Pickle Matt is uh, fired. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, All right, I'll get into what I played. I'll let uh, I'm Pickle Matt finish it out. But uh, yeah, I have played. I'm trying to. Is there a way to look up how many hours I've played games on PlayStation? Uh, Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. God of War Ragnarok. I'm on the website. I'm signed in, but it doesn't show me anything about my playtime. Uh, I would guess I'm somewhere between 20 to 25 hours in. Been playing a lot. Nice. And it is unbelievable. I was telling Swift. Story's, story's still good? Story's good. It's it's way more in-depth than the 2018 game. Like, a lot more is happening. Um, yeah. There was a part, I'm, I won't say what it is, but visually, there was a moment in the game that looked so good and like stunning that I almost felt emotional. I, I was like, why? How is this even possible? This is incredible. How does it look like this? <laughs> I was playing on a huge TV, uh, humble brag, but it was insane. And the game is unbelievable uh, and, t and took some turns that I uh, didn't expect as far as gameplay. So it's very good. I won't say too much about it to spoil things, but ah, so good. Uh, yeah. I've, I let's see what what thoughts can I give about the game so far? Uh, I think, I think old Kratos is going soft, man. I'm. I think he's gonna die. That's my prediction at the end of this game. Oh, no. Like for real, die. But we'll see. Kratos yeah. doesn't he's die, dude. died. He's died a hundred times. Yeah. yeah. But you'll notice it like while you guys are playing, they definitely show like start showing him he's feeling a little older, like worn down kind of you'll probably you've probably seen it, but cool. Other than that, so, I played Overwatch. Oh yeah, go ahead. He seems like he's kinda tired of uh uh his shit. Uh, yeah, Trace's shit. Tired of boys shit. 
yeah, it's great, man. And uh, I think I'm probably going to beat it soon, I'd imagine. I'm not, like, yeah. super focused on the main storyline. Like, I'm definitely doing some other crap every time it pops up. But um, that stuff doesn't take all that long. Oh, I don't and then Overwatch 2, uh, really the only other game I played. Oh, I played some Mario Party with the kid. We played like four nights in a row. Uh, actually, the whole family. Amelia is starting to play. She can, she can press A and select the options that we tell her to select and uh, whine when she loses every minigame. So she's nailing it. Nice. That's how you play. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you play. Dad always wins oh. is, what, is what they're starting to say, and it's not fair. <laughs> Get used to it, good. punks. And then uh, we played some Overwatch 2 the other night and had a good time there. And yeah. Oh, me. What about you, Pickle Matt? Nice. I got into just a couple games of Hots. I'm kind of slowing down with that because I got too much on my plate. We'll do a little Overwatch 2. Um, we did a. Did we have a full squad there uh, a couple days ago? Yeah, I think, I think we so. Did. Dude, Discord, everybody. Come on. Let's figure it out. Y'all have cell phones. <laughs> it took us a good 10 minutes to get everyone on the same page in voice chat because of oh my gosh. how convoluted the Overwatch. You can't select a specific microphone yeah. in the settings. You have to choose between comms devices or default devices just let me pick what i want stupid yeah um anyway got a little overwatch done that was fun i love i love being a full squad i hate playing it alone it's so bad alone. yeah but uh even dude even with the when we were rolling uh four deep and we had a terrible tank oh god that was the most frustrating thing that stupid ass hamster It was bad. Um, and then I played God of War Ragnarok, of course, which is, it's um, it's just 10 out of 10 for me so far. I did the first side quest that they kind of give you, like kind of throw your direction. I did all of that. And then I have two complaints. I Sometimes I kind of hate, because I'm not a completionist, a completionist with games, but I do kind of hate when there's like a game mechanic that has not been unlocked yet but really early in the game, there's that mechanic where you, you see it and you're like, oh man, I can't get over to that part of the map because I don't have that unlocked. So it's even worse in this game because like Mimir yeah. will be like, brother, we can't do that with the current tools that we have. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And they, it, they, it's nice that they tell you and you're not yeah. wasting time on it. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I don't think the story's going to lead me back right here. So I don't think I'm ever going to unlock this thing. You have to remember, write yeah, it down in your journal. Yeah. Uh, and then, dude, my other complaint about the game, this is the most minuscule thing, because I think this will probably be, again, one of my top three games of all time. But I hate the casted Odin. The voice actor sounds so bitchy for the Allfather and like a little bit too New York-y. He almost like seems he, like he a said, mob boss they're trying to go for. Yeah. He he sounds East Coast instead of like Norse God that's supposed to be in control of everything. 
I think yeah, you're huh. right. That's a definite deliberate choice, I, I think, from their part. Um, but yeah, I, but I agreed with you. Dude, <laughs> the rest of the voice acting is incredible. When did you do the side quest, the first side quests, uh, the, the mining towers? Oh, yeah. I did one Dude, of them. And then when Kratos was when Kratos was getting angry at Mimir, like disappointed in what he had done, holy shit, I could like feel that. The tension. Like, yeah, where he was like really you could tell he was really fucking pissed at him, but like he wasn't saying much about it. It wasn't like whoever does Kratos' voice is incredible. It felt like um, when when two weapons officers at Red Flags got in an argument, like publicly, yeah. that's that's how I felt. I was like, <laughs> "Dude, that that was incredible! Like that was uh, that was one of the most incredible like emotional uh, performances I've seen in a video game." I think. And then, um, I like the way that they've grown up Artreus a little bit. Not, to, I'm not going to spoil anything, but he's definitely like it seems like he's starting to learn and it, I think it's really cool. And, um, I'm sure eventually, hopefully I experienced that as a father too, but I, I bet they're hitting on a lot of chords there that, that, uh, are like real life, you know? Yeah. It, know. It's different themes so. from the first game, but it's still like some really heavy. I had a moment I was playing trying not to spoil it too much, but there was, something that happened that made me pause the game and like have like a deep thought about like fate and uh destiny it was really weird oh, that's awesome yeah it was cool yeah dude do i swift do the side quests with the, the mining towers if you can and just listen to the i don't know i just listen to them talking back and forth because it's uh it's so impressive i loved it I'm so excited to get through the rest of the story, but I'm I'm taking it kind of slow and trying to get the side the side stuff as I go because I don't think I'll go back completely and get the rest. Yeah. But but yeah, that's uh, pretty much all I played. Cool. Well, sometimes you just need to stick with one little quality game, settle down with it, not World of Warcraft, and uh, <laughs> get in after it. Uh, I don't know how you did that with Ragnarok sitting in your lap. You played WoW that many hours, but it'll get you. Had to do it, dude. It'll get you. Had to do it. Had to get flying. All right. Well, before we go, let's go around the room. What do you guys got? Anything you want to leave with our listeners, viewers, before we head out? Yeah, I got. I got one. You chumps, keep buying the battle pass so I can keep playing games for free. That's it. You know, you're telling yeah. people that they're chumps for s subscribing to battle passes, and then you're on the same hand telling them thank you for subscribing to your podcast channel. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that's actually a good point. That's that's kind of messed up. I'm just kidding. Seriously. Um, Go ahead, Swift. No, but I'm a subscriber, so that's cool. <laughs> <sighs> we, I mean, we hit on it a couple times throughout the the episode tonight, but uh, seriously, join the Discord. Hit us up. Hit any of us up for the invite. The link is in the description for the podcast for the listeners. It's in the Twitch chat for the viewers. If you're not already in here, I mean, right now, what it's nine thirty p.m. on a Wednesday night, and that's Mountain Standard Time. 
So like much later for the stroke, a little bit later for Unpickle Matt. And there are, what, like 15 people online. Gaming 500 people. Playing, playing different games. And I mean, obviously a bunch of people are offline, but it doesn't matter what time of day, night, there's there's somebody on there hanging out looking for an IRL cr- uh, connection to hang out and play some video games. Very nice. There is the uh, the Discord. Once again, is one more game Discord, and we'd love to have you join us and uh, talk video games, chat with us about the uh, the podcast itself, if uh, anything else. And yeah, uh, yeah, m- myself. You talk. You heard us talk about it a little bit with uh, Warzone, but the beauty of video games, man, building memories in a digital world with ho- homies while you're playing games, or homies and and gals and girls and guys whatever it's awesome and it's really cool that we live in a time where you can do that like the fact that i have a bunch of great memories from playing a, a stupid looter shooter game in uh, verdansk is awesome so uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty cool and uh and uh one more game discord will help you do that all right thanks guys once again for being in the chat supporting us if you did get a uh, <laughs> a gifted subscription from uh Carizo, the generous god of uh, one more game uh, you know, go ahead and tell him thank you. And thanks again, Crizo, and everyone else in the chat tonight. It was a great time. And uh, if you are listening on podcast, you can watch us live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash OMG podcast every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central. We'd love to have you. And uh, share the word. Share the good word of Swift on Pickle Matt and the stroke about video games. We'd love to see this community grow. You can see more episodes from uh, One More Game Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or omgpodcast.podbean.com or anywhere else you might find your podcasts. I challenge you to find a podcast website that doesn't have our podcast on it. And uh, if it's not on there, I'll get it on there. Cool. We do have our final subscriber gift, custom 3D printed gamer tag name going out to... Who was it? Got to be hand solo. Yeah, hand solo. There it is, the final ten. And now we yeah. need to update our subscriber goal. Thanks to Chris, we're uh, we're sitting at fourteen. So thanks, guys. All right, and uh, if you are excited about more content from these uh, fellows here, you can catch me streaming on Friday night on the Nexus Gaming Series primary channel. I will be casting the Division B Grand Finals. Uh, for Heroes of the Storm. So come check that out at 10 p.m. Eastern, where I'll be, uh, you know, bringing that to you live. Otherwise, check me uh, out streaming at twitch.tv slash the underscore underscore stroke, as well as that same handle on Twitter and Instagram. Go ahead and follow twitch.tv slash swiftmeda, and I'm Pickle Matt. Watch those dudes streaming, and uh, I'd love to have you support and grow these communities. With that being said, I will leave you with one final thought. Just because you have to grow up doesn't mean you have to stop gaming. Game on, gamers, and we'll see you next time on One More Game. Pickle Matt Swift, see ya! See ya. See ya. You've been listening to the One More Game podcast. Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. Nag, nag, nag. 
We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMGPodcastGG and on Twitter at OMG underscore PodcastGG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game podcast.